Welcome back, Gameaholics. This is the Gameaholic Podcast. Today, we're talking about a game. Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, it's a game. <laughs> we're talking about a, a new indie game for our second week of Indie December. Uh, last week, we talked about Colin's apparent favorite game in the entire universe, Undertale. Um, yeah, you were dialed in. Don't give me that look. You were dialed. It was a good game. So, Colin's favorite game in the world, Undertale. Uh, and this week, we're going still pixelated, but in an artsy way. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, I think it was artsy. I think it was pixelated for a reason. So, anyways, the game that we are talking about is Backbone. And I think a lot of people are probably like, I've never heard of that before. Or they're like, wow, Luke has a bad stutter. Backbone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Backbone, um, it is created by the company Eggnut. Um, and it is a game about like sentient animals living in a dystopian version of Vancouver. Um Hits close home for us because we are both from, well, not from, but we live in Vancouver. So, yeah, we both we both live in Vancouver. So um, this game being set in Vancouver, really, really cool. Um, one of the big things we were looking at was sort of where this uh, company was from, Eggnut. We were hoping it was a Vancouver-based company um, so we could kind of pump it up. Looks like it's um, kind of, they, they, they pride themselves in the diversity of the company. So it looks like it's pretty heavily. Um, it's Russian. Yeah, it's pretty heavily Russian. They said they've got some Canadian, some United States, and some people from the Netherlands. Oh, and the best part was we found out the one person's the one person's rule for the game was Vancouver Scout. So yes. they had to go scout out the city of Vancouver. Well, hey, at least you know that it's accurate that way. It, yeah, but was it, though? There was parts of it, I guess. All of the... It was cool with Granville, because a lot of those places you... I, I definitely walked by places that like they kind of like... For sure. Made it look like. Like the Foxy bar. That actually Roxy. Yeah. It's so Roxy. Roxy. Yeah. It was sweet. To like see what they changed it and stuff. So that was cool. Yeah, so they definitely took huge landmarks or different sort of neighborhoods within downtown Vancouver and used them for the game. Uh some of them were true, like Colin had said, going down Granville is very popular. Um, however, when they talk about certain things, like one of the big ones is when they talk about Gastown. Um they talk about it as more of an upscale area, which, I mean, obviously anywhere in downtown Vancouver is an expensive place to live. I think we hit number one most expensive city in North America. Yeah, uh, um, yeah so go us. But um, living in Ga- Gastown's a little bit rundown, um, a little bit like kind of brick buildings, old, kind of dirty, um, great, still R- kind of a rustic, grungy. I'll say grungy. You, like, you can you say like grungy, eh? Yeah, it's grungy. I don't like grungy. I'm not saying I'm a grungy guy. But, like, I would rather, I think, like, a Yale town, which they also have. They also talk about Yale town. They talk about it as a great date location, which it is. So, like, you know, you look at, like, you know, Yale town, that's accurate. Granville's accurate. Uh, Gastown does have the clock in the game, if you didn't notice that. It does. That's, like, the, the big takeaway from Gastown. So, in Gastown, they yeah. Center around the, they, have a, they center around the steam clock. Yeah, they have a steam clock, and they actually incorporated that into this game. Um, I, I kind of said this before. This game is... Um, when we talked about Undertale, it was like 2D, like what I say, Super Nintendo graphics, I think is what I compared them to. Um, this game is also very pixelated, but I think they do it on purpose because the background isn't pixelated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think it's just right. the characters. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I w- the game itself is interesting. I just... <sighs> Boy. Boy. We, we realized pretty quick it's a Kickstarter. Uh, it's funny because when we were looking it up before we started, we looked at the game and like we're like trying to figure out where these people are from, like all this stuff. It's very secretive, and we found it was a Kickstarter that started in 2018, and they started as a company in 2017. So it's been like pretty fresh, and like they were just doing like these cute little updates, like like I don't even know what the one title was. It was pretty funny though. It was like it was like a backbone is back on the way or something like that well i mean i mean to be fair playing your devil's advocate here um i mean they did get a lot of money from kickstarters that was Uh, insane by the way so so over about 2300 kickstarters actually accounted for almost a hundred thousand dollars in donations um which i'm sorry i'm gonna say it i like this game man i didn't hate this at all um but going into that um, yeah, one of the things that they were really good with, I'm, again, I'm going at this completely different as you, um, on the Kickstarter page, they were great at sort of giving updates. They actually, over the last, um, 
I think it was three years because Backbone came out June 2021 on Steam and then it came to console. Actually, it only came to console about a month ago. Um, so anyways, it came out, you know, um, so in those three years, they gave 45 updates. So that's, you know, that's pretty much more than one update a month. So that's actually pretty decent. Um, obviously the big thing to talk about, and yeah, some of the updates were like, oh, we're back on track, but that's because, you know, COVID obviously I think fucked a lot of stuff up for a lot of people. So, I mean, for me personally, I don't know, the way that I look at it is like, I think that they, I think that they did pretty good. You know, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty okay with, with kind of the stuff that they did. I'm pretty okay with sort of everything that was going on. Um, and I, I really liked the story. Um, I mean the, so kind of the whole point of this game is, you know, we get this person who's essentially a, like a raccoon, sorry, I think we get a raccoon who's essentially a detective, um, and you play as him. Now, a couple things about this game that I find really interesting is there's no combat. It's entirely dialogue and narrative driven. And you can you can kind of do and say, like, there there's like five options sometimes for what to say. Like, there's a lot of narrative choices and a lot of different ways things can go. Um, my big disappointment is learning that you feel like there's a bunch of different sort of ways that this game can go. But in reality, there's only one way it can go. There's only one ending. Everything sort of happens the same way. Like, perfect example is, I think, one of the first things is when you go into that club, whatever it's, what's that club called? The one that's owned by the hippo. Was it a hippo? No, it was a bear, I think. Yeah, I thought it was a bear. <laughs> the one that was owned by the bear lady. I thought it was a hippo for a second when you said that, because it kind of does look like a hippo. Yeah, it's a fat, it's fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fat it's a fat animal yeah it's uh it's a uh, bear yeah I, the the no the bar is named uh like berries or something <laughs> <laughs> hungry hungry hippo <laughs> hungry hungry hippo no so anyways the bar has some kind of pun name for animals um really cool uh, and you go in there at first, and you have to find your way in. So you go in, and then you talk to this bear, and, you know, you. she basically says, who are you? You can give a fake name, a real name. Then she says, you know, what are you doing here? You can be honest. You can lie. You can do a kind of whatever. The one thing I didn't like is no matter which way you went at that, if you gave a fake name and you were honest about why you're there, you give a real name, you lied about why you're there, any combination of dialogue options ends in her saying, leave my bar. Yeah. So it would be really cool if we saw almost like a Mass Effect type thing where dialogue actually has purpose. Because I'll be honest with you, when I first finished this game, I was like, fuck, I need to play this bad boy again. Yeah, like I, was, I, I did too. But then I Googled it and it was like, there's no other endings. There's no way that you can do this. There's nothing that you can do here. There's nothing that you can change here. There's nothing blah, 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 blah. This is how it ends. I was like, why do I, I mean, like... Why do I want to play the game, try different dialogue options, just for it to go the exact same way? My thoughts, and I think that you'll probably agree with this, is if you're doing a game with no combat and thousands of different dialogue choices throughout the entire game, there should be multiple endings. I agree, and in another point to to add on to the dialogue thing is, like you said, like you could say anything and it'll just constantly bring up the same result. And it, and, and it's not like that. It's a like I know you said with like how when you talk to um, Clarice, I think it's Clarice, Clarice, Clarissa, Clarissa the bear. Okay. I think when you the hippo. Yeah, the hippo. When you when you tell when you tell her like any combination, yeah, it tells her you got to leave the bar. Like I don't. I know you're lying through your teeth or whatever. Yeah. And, um, cause I lied every time. I, well, I, I lied the first time cause I was trying to stay undercover or whatever. And it didn't, obviously the game changed drastically after that. But in the first little bit, it's, I thought it was an interesting game because in the first little bit, when you get that, when you talk to, uh, the, the gopher or whatever, mm-hmm. the gopher lady who like her husband's like, she thinks she's cheating on him. And you have a million options. And I'm like, oh, this is sweet. But every time you... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We need to talk about something. Okay. We're 
butchering whatever these animals were. Really? There's no chance she was a gopher. <laughs> she was a beaver or something. No, she, yeah, she was some sort of like ferret or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, was a, it, was a, it was a gopher. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a gopher. There's no chance. Like, like it was it was some sort of marsupial or something. <laughs> it, was, like, it was a gopher. <laughs> I'm telling you. Anyways, um, okay. Anyways, you. She's like a lemming or something. <laughs> She, okay, she, 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 uh, so you have an option, like, to ask, like, a million questions about the husband, and regardless of what you say, like, you're under, you're getting the same kind of responses from her. The only thing is you can sometimes squeeze some additional information out of people. Like, I remember when I asked her, I was like, is your husband violent? She's like, why the fuck would you ask me that? Are you fucking kidding me? Um, also, I was just, I had to look this up because he was eating me alive. Uh, her bar's called The Bite. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm the, sorry. Oh, it was yeah. bothering me so much I had to look. And it makes sense because yeah. everyone gets bit at one point. The human flesh. Yeah. Or not the human flesh, the animal flesh. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, you can press for more information because, you know, if you ask her, is he violent? She'll be like, why does that matter? And then you can pick three different options. And if you pick a certain one, she'll be like, you don't need to know. But if you say a certain other one, she'll be like... No, he's not violent. He gets angry sometimes. But again, the problem is getting that bonus information does not help you at all in the story. No, and it's frustrating because when you're when I first got into the game, I thought, oh, this is sick. Like you learn so much about these people, and you go do whatever. And I thought you were actually because the way the description was in the game is like you solve multiple mysteries, and you don't. You solve one, and it kind of it. It, it's, it starts with the one fucked up one at the beginning where you think this guy's cheating or like or whatever he's doing. Then you doing. find out he's being butchered and sold. Yeah, you find out he's getting he got murdered and you find his dead body and they're cutting him up and they're selling like dead bodies the way, out, of, out of the bite. The but, way that I always look at these things and you're, you know I talk, I've talked about this in our um, Night in the Woods podcast which I'm just going to plug that here. One of my favorite podcasts we did was our Night in the Woods podcast. It's back in season one. Go check it out if you haven't heard it, if you're interested in understanding about more what I think about like animals being portrayed as humans and what I think that, that means. I go into a ton of detail with, with that in Night in the Woods, but I'm going to kind of talk about it now. Um, I think that in so many of these animals or people, like we talk about you know, the, the, the hit Netflix TV show BoJack Horseman, we talk about Night in the Woods, and now, you know, we talk about this game. It's it's to cut the severity of what's happening to make it, like, I guess more easier to kind of swallow, easier to deal with, right? So we talk about you go to this bar and you find out this missing guy actually is being sold for human flesh. Like, his, here's not human flesh, his flesh, and he's being sold and eaten through all these kind of whatever by these rich people. And you find out the rich people are fucking apes, which are basically descendants of humans. So they're, they're kind of playing it off as we're eating animals <laughs> like like we would in yeah, real life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and the point is, you know, they, they do such a good job of, again, and not just this game. This game is a great example of this, and I will stand by it. Um, this game, I think, does a really good job of it. And again, Night in the Woods, I'm going to plug that. That's one of my favorite indie games we've played. Like, we talked about that last, but like, amazing. But again, they do a really good job of cutting the sadness, cutting the depression, cutting all this kind of stuff and being like, it's a fucking fox in a trench coat, you know? Or like, it's a little cat girl who has a mental illness, but you think it's like, oh, that's actually a 13-year-old girl going back to her small town that has dissociative disorders. Whereas here, it's just like, this is actually a detective where probably somewhere in North America, because we're fucked out here, that kind of stuff happens. Like, I'm sure we could find it. I'm not going to say anywhere specifically in, in North America, but like, we can probably find that where that's actually going down. It's just a statement that the rich or whatever are getting their stuff, and they they use animals to cut it and make it easier to deal with and, and sort of more of a fantasy. That's my rant. Yeah, so it, the game's interesting because now Howard's, like, freaking out, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm just a random dude. Like, like anyone would be in that situation. I think I, I should also just mention Howard is the uh, raccoon detective. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So he's losing his mind because he found a dead body and he hides and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" The man? the best. Like, po- I love the game like for the dialogue. Dialogue was great. The the best part about that, by the way, as well, is Howard comes out. I don't know if you remember this. After he finds the dead body, he escapes first because he has to, like obviously. But he comes out and he starts throwing up. Yeah, because he went. Because I think like a r- rational person would probably be shocked and be like, "I got the fuck out of here." Absolutely. And then he just puked all over the ground because he can so, bear it. Yeah, pretty nuts. And then he goes and gets absolutely wasted and then gets beat up by some hobos <laughs> that was insane yeah. but again like again so the hobos come and are just like gonna they, they, they try to beat you up and then like you can talk to them but no matter what you say you still end up getting beaten up by them which annoys me because those little situations like that are the ones that i feel like they should be able to talk their way out of yeah and so they consider this game a role-playing game but it's really not because you it's all fixed and the role you're playing is already fixed already it's already decided but it's interesting some of the characters like like before you get beat up by the hobo if you go the other way you can talk to a hobo that's like lying there and you just like talk to him absolutely and you learn about the uh secret little messages that that they leave each other have nothing to do with anything later on thank you that that bothered because i was like i'm dialed this is fucking sweet like i'm gonna i'm about to understand like the language of like you know the homeless people down there and (laughs) you don't learn it and then when you go to the homeless camp in that other part like that language isn't even mentioned again they don't care it's just like things like that where they just leave pieces and I'm like, why would you even mention this or have that character? He's like, you, he's like, oh, but I'm Howard, by the way. Okay. So this guy might come back later on and you played a role. Where yeah. He's like, my name's Bunny McNuffins or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rabbit. I think. He was a rabbit. There we go. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you eat the rabbit and the rabbit's like a hobo and you like introduce you and then you have a conversation and you can be like, I'm Howard, by the way. So you giving him the you know, the personal side or the, you're, you, you let that person in, you let this person in and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, that's not going to matter later on. He's not going to, he's never going to show up again. That's the only time you ever see that character again. One thing I think is really interesting about this game is, and I found out there's an achievement for this or a trophy or whatever, um, is you can choose to introduce yourself as your real name, Howard Lauder, or you have the backup name, which is like Wallace Jimbo or something. (laughs) And like, like, you can, you can pick, depending on the person, how you introduce yourself. And actually, if you introduce yourself as the same name throughout either gameplay, a trophy pops, being like, you were honest, or you're a fucking liar. Okay, that's interesting. Like, it just... The story got juicy, too, and, like, it was, like, really... Um, it really pulled me in, like Luke said. Like, he was like, he's like, I'm dialed. I'm so into this game. So, from here, you get beat up from a few, like gang bangers or whatever they want to take your money and take your wallet and he's like i have nothing on the useless sack of shit essentially and that's another thing too we're saying like shit like that but they actually they actually do use dialogue like i'm a worthless piece of garbage and things like that like they are very aggressive with some of the dialogue they options um so you get beat up and then you get awoken to a fox lady who brings her back to your apartment and she's like i've been watching you and like i think there's, i saw like, a you get in. beat up by those <laughs> yeah. dudes yeah it's like oh it's like thanks She's like, so she saves you. You have, like, tea at her place, and it seems like a... I gotta mention that, too, by the way. So, the the chemistry with them immediately is, like, super, like... Sexual. Like, sexual, and tension... Like, the tension's there, and the chemistry's building, and you're like, is this, like, a thing? Like, and you just met him, so, like, it's, like, it feels like a weird, like, just, hey, right away, it's, like, we're kind of gonna be a thing. And Shit. And what happens is you don't even get the option... Yeah, but you get to write her a beautiful letter at the end. Yeah. And I was just like, I love you. Yeah. Did, did you write a letter? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you get to write a letter. To I was her. diving but, in. But it's so nuts because, like, it, like she, she, I don't know. It just, it, okay, so now you just go and do a bunch of, like, errands for the fox lady as you're trying to. And she's just the worst. Him. Like, she's like, yeah, go do this. And he's like, I'm tired. I'd love that. But she's like, <laughs> no. 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 Go down here and do this. And then your buddy, the, um, the gopher. Oh, yeah. And you kill him, <laughs> yeah, which is he, nuts. He dies. And he's, like, talking about his new kid on the yeah, way and yeah. stuff. And then you, like, that was... So, um, one of the things I don't think Colin and I mentioned is... I know we talked how it was, like, a um, post-apocalyptic... Not even... Po- like, it's not even a post-apocalyptic, because that's not the right case. But I guess so, because, like, the city's caved in by the outside, right? Whatever like, happened in the outside, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but the one thing we didn't really talk about is this game is set in a, to- in a tune of, like, L.A. noir, right? Like, it's, like, that, like... 
dark detective vibes. Like, like again, the game L.A. Noir, where you're, you know, a detective in the 60s or whatever going around. This is, this game is a noir-style game, where it's just the darkness and, like, the whole thing is super creepy, right? Like, you kind of are, are feeling creepy almost the whole time, and, like, this guy is just a self-hating... Like, he's, yeah, he, he hates, hates himself. himself. Yeah, and he hates his mom and his life. They, okay, there's way too much, like, they didn't go into, man. Like, even that, they mentioned the relationship with him and his mom and never touch on I it. I called her. I did, too, but, like, you have, like, a short conversation. He's like, I hate her. And, like, yeah, like, I know. It's like, <laughs> they don't go into why. I think the girl her. calls your mom, too. Does she? Yeah. She did for me when I said I loved her. Okay. She's I, like, I'm going to call you his mom. I'm pretty sure I didn't say I love you or anything like that. Yeah, but, like, again, it's just, like, it just it just doesn't make any sense. Like It, it didn't make any sense because the beginning of the game, he's, like, smoking a cig in the tub. And he's like, talking to us, like, he's, like, he, and then, like, he's, like, he reads a note on his, like, sign. And he's, like, oh, I, I should call my mom sometime. He's, like, but I really don't want to or whatever. So, and it's, like, so weird. He's, like, one thing. It just, it just, there's so many things that they just could have, like, there's, there's layers there, and they just didn't touch on half those layers. So one thing that I really disliked, and I actually was reading kind of online at some reviews, and one of the things a lot of the reviews are saying is there's a lot of um, pieces of this story that were just sort of left untouched. So what you're saying, perfect example of that, right? Um, another thing that I that I, I was kind of um, mixed up about is, what like remember the like the, dr- the drugged-out lemur homeless person that he's friends with? I think he's another raccoon. Was that another raccoon? I don't... Yeah, maybe. I mean, a le- <laughs> Made le- sense. I feel like lemur and raccoons look pretty similar, though. Yeah. We'll call him another raccoon. Okay. Um, and, like, you know, Was he... Was it, like, Wally or something like that? Yes, I don't know. Like, Timmy or something? I don't know. <laughs> Lenny? It definitely like... wasn't Timmy. It was, it was, like, a... Yeah, Lenny could make... Lenny the leopard? No. <laughs> the <laughs> lemur. The lemur. So, anyways, uh, Lenny the lemur is, like, a homeless drug addict who apparently was... <laughs> it's true! <laughs> Yeah, it is true. And then, like, he, like, rescues you, and he takes you to his homeless camp under the bridge. And, um, like... Yeah, but we're ta- we're missing, like, main a main thing here. So, the story at this point is pretty fucking solid. I thought it was so good. I was very invested. And then you go to the, then you go to the museum, and it ruined the whole game for me. You go to this museum to, like, go, like, see about the history of the apes and, like, how they took over, like, Vancouver... And you go up the stairs and you like interrogate this dude. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, with a gun, and then you go into his secret workshop, and then for some fucking reason they make they make it all like sci-fi. There's like a venom parasite. Yeah, like 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 it it takes over him. It has like the tumors on. Yeah, tumors on his back, and and it like talks to him while he's asleep, and like it's like a second subconscious in his own body, and then he's like a freak, and he gets rescued by Lenny the leopard. And <laughs> the lemur. The lemur. And they, they take him underneath the bridge, and then he meets all the homeless people, and they all, like, don't judge him because he's... Did you have dinner with them, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I did. And you have to sit there for five hours listening to nothing? Like, you can't skip that part? Uh, well, when you have dinner, don't you, like, eventually they come in for you? Like, Clarice? Clarissa, Clarissa comes for you. Yeah, but I was sitting there. I literally was probably... That was probably a four-minute, like... Really? Oh, yeah. I, I skipped it, I think. I, I couldn't. Oh, I skipped it. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is, like, another another example of these loose ends that we're talking about is, like, Lenny the Leopard, he, he, like, he, like, he's like, do you want me to go out and, like, what do you need me to go get you? I'll get you something. And you can be like, I want to ask around about, like, the fox girl, or, like, I want medicine, or, yeah. like, I want to know where, like, Clarice, Clarissa is, or blah, blah, blah. And no matter what you pick, he never comes back. And it always ends up being the girl. And they always... They just all of a sudden, like, you go around and ask for, like, is it Harry? It might be Harold. Harry. Harry! It's Harry. Yeah, it is Harry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, he's like, where's Harry? And Harry, they're like, oh, like, Harry's probably on, like, one of his spins right now or whatever. Like, he's... Yeah, literally, Harry's probably <laughs> out on a bendy. Like... Yeah, they're like, he's like, I did, but, he, but he was going to go to medicine for me. He's like, yeah, sometimes he forgets or whatever. That's why, like, he, like, he seems so well put together, but he's not. Yeah, exactly. And they, but And they all, like, but they just never mention him again. It's just, like... It's just, like, things like that where... And they don't... He doesn't really listen to you either. You're like, dude, like, I just need to talk to you about this, like, fucking big-ass, like, lump on my back. And he's like, no, like, just rest. And it's like, that's not going to help anything. Or, or again, it's just, like, go ask about medicine. And then, eventually, Clarissa's like, I found this drug addict. He gave me your name, so I found you. And it's like, I didn't ask him to look for her. I asked him... Like, I don't even think I told him her name. Like, yeah. what's going on here? So... Um, again, though, like you said, leading up to that, the detective aspect of it was incredible. 
It was awesome. So and like then the you story know, story just went. Like, like you're going. Like, so I love. Mad. I love how you have to break into that little girl's computer. Dude, that was nuts. Yeah, it wasn't a little girl. It was like a. It was like a teenage. Yeah, a teenage girl. Uh, yeah, and she like she had all the notes and stuff. And, and then it actually I, made me like super like kind of eerie like to like read them yeah like it made, i know the music changed and like it made me kind of actually feel like t- like like i actually got goosebumps a bit know what part oh, this sounds so bad but know what i didn't like how you find out in the end that like not even in the end but you find out that like i thought clarissa killed all those girls and then you find out that she actually like Save helped them. them escape yeah i didn't like i was kind of like i was like this woman's supposed to be bad like she's butchering people for their flesh and like ho- like it, it, okay counterpoint i actually did like that because you're supposed to hate her but then you find out like there's two parts to a story like a lesser evil basically he's like yeah i'm murdering these people for the apes but i'm getting inside information from the apes and i'm trying to take them down from the inside or whatever yeah so it made sense why she was doing it. she's like i'm doing it for the greater good so i didn't hate that i thought that was kind of interesting but they didn't again they just didn't go into it they just showed they tell you about it at the end of the game the fox girl says i'm gonna join you and then you watch you watch fucking but nothing happens you, you, there either. You watch your boy just fucking die in the middle of nowhere. So let's go. Let's jump. Let's jump right to the ending. Yeah. Um. Boy, they're, it mixed they're, me up. They're, they're they're doing some testing on uh, Harold. Is his name Harold? Yeah. Yeah. They're doing they're doing some testing on Harold and uh, with his blob on his back. And then is it Harold? Because then the other guy's name's not Harry. It's by Harry. The way. No, it's not Harry and Harold. Why? They're they're like they're both raccoons. They're, they're no, boys. Harry is short for Harold. Their names aren't fucking Harry and Harry. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> no. Okay. So is it is it Len the Leopard? No, it's Henry. It's Henry Loiter. Loader. Loiter. <laughs> this podcast is what off the rails. The names. We keep saying Lenny the Leopard, and everyone's like, is there a leopard in the game? There's not. It's another It's raccoon. Howard. It's Howard okay. and Henry. That well, makes you sense. You said Harold. Harry, Harry, Harry. Or Henry or Harry. It's one or the other. It isn't. We gotta find names, man. This is just this is all over the place. Now. Okay, here's the one thing I'm just gonna say from anybody listening to that has made it this far at this point is like clearly these characters fucking blow if we don't even remember their names. <laughs> like clearly this isn't something that we're like super dialed in on. Like, you know, you, I think about like other games and I can list off every fucking character in them because like I actually like, was invested in their stories, but, like, a lot of these characters I had a lot of trouble with. Like, obviously, there's, you know, obviously, there's freaking Howard, and, like, he was great. And, like, Clarissa, we didn't even re- remember. Like, it was just so much stuff that just wasn't. I don't know. It just, it didn't really hit. You know, and, like, the fox's name is Renee. I just had to Google that. Oh, yeah. I do not remember her name at all. Because, like, she was just, like, she was just not even, like... She was a side character, in, in Well, it was, sense. like... And, like, she was talking about writing a book, and then randomly... Then she's like, I'm not writing your book anymore. And it, he's like... It, and then you meet the apes for, like, a second of kids. Remember, that was nuts. When <laughs> you meet the ape kids. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> they look so fucked. You had to, like, talk them down? Yeah. We're jumping all over the map here. Let's go back to the ending. So, at the ending... At the ending... Um, you know, we get this, um, like Harold, like Howard, Howard, (laughs) see, this is the problem. This is why, like, like, like this one, that's why this game is so mixed up is because these characters, I did not care about at all. Um, Howard is still infected with this weird, like venom virus. (laughs) Yeah. And he somehow doesn't explain how he escapes the city into the wastelands. Like, it's just all of a sudden he's out in the wastelands, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and he's just there, and you start walking with him in the sand, and then he just collapses and dies. And you're like, oh? Well, you know it was going to happen because, like, when he's, like, talking to himself, he's, like, going insane slowly. And that like, was kind of cool. But it would mean, what made no sense was he was like, I have to go find her. And he's like, he's like I need but to find But you can Renee. pick. No, you, you're going to go find Renee or whatever. And then you just don't find her. You're all of a sudden you're in the wasteland. You're like, why am I here? And and you talk to the one dude that's in the hobo camp, and he's like, I get the people girls out, and you're like, kind of pick at him a little bit. You talk to that dude. He said what? So oh yeah, yeah, I get the girls that, out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like they had stuff. It's like okay, so here's my here's my biggest pet peeve then. So you have a hundred thousand dollars to fucking make a game, 
and you left this all out. Like people are giving this high reviews. Like this is like a nine out of ten game for a lot of people like reviewing it. But I just think there's so many fucking loose ends and like just the. The story, once you get infected with the Venom, just ruined it for me. I was like, I hate this game now. I, I, I hated the game after that. I didn't really I, Okay, it. so I didn't necessarily hate it. I still think the story, I think the core storyline of Howard Lauder is good. Yeah, but the way the game was progressing was like, I just wanted to keep going where like eventually they were going to go eventually against the apes or whatever. And probably die and it have been cool. But instead, they're like, nope, we're going to do a fucking 180 and make this guy infected with some random ass like, again, virus. Again, I, I can take all that. Like, I, I don't mind the full story. I don't mind him in that room and breaking out. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, when he, like, used his, like, pretend to, like, cover his mouth and, like, asleep. With that, the wet bandage. That, that was cool. Um, and then, you know, he was trying to talk to, um, what's his name? Or, like, you know, talking to the uh, doctor and trying to kind of, like, break her down. Being like, oh, you're a, you're a, a rat? Like... Rats aren't supposed to be scientists. That was a bunny. Yeah, bunny. <laughs> Fuck. It was a rabbit, yes. It was a rabbit, and they're like... The you're... rats were like the little, like, scumbag, like, like, like bodyguards. I actually like liked people. that bodyguard. Yeah. He was like, nuts. need you in the, like, need you in the face, like, just beat the shit out of you. Anyways, let's keep... So the rab, the rabbit scientist, like, you talk to her, and you're like, your people aren't... Because apparently, one thing that's really interesting, and again... I think it's it's a metaphor for society is we talk about these each like you know species is lo- loaded up somewhere on this scale where raccoons are even regardless of what they do are treated as scum right like you always get people that are like this raccoon like ra- oh you're a raccoon you're not allowed in this bar oh you're this you're not allowed in this bar blah 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 uh, and then the bunny one of the big conversations he has with her is being like well you're your, your kind isn't allowed to be scientists. So it's just, it's things like that that I think is really interesting and I think really does kind of talk about human society and, and, you know, different stuff with race and, and all this different stuff that potentially, you know, is it, it goes unsaid and they use animals to talk about it instead. Um, so I did really like being trapped in that room. I really liked breaking out. I really liked all that. But then it just... As soon as you break out, it cuts to this weird, weird conversation between Clarissa and Renee the fox. And for some reason, Renee's been caught because, like, Harry the tweaker, like, just for some odd reason gave her up and she found him. It's just, it, at that point, the storyline does get really whatever. And, and like I said, the... Um, That's a gopher. No, it's an otter. Yeah, it's an otter? Yeah. Odette the otter? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I was right. I'll take that one. Yeah, it was an otter for sure. Okay. Um, so anyways, that that's what's really interesting is sort of just the, the linear story of Howard Lauder is good, but then they branch off so many different things and that none of them ever come to fruition. Like, I remember when you go to, when you break into the ape's penthouse, you talk to that weird tiger guy sitting in the lobby. Oh, it was a wolf. Oh, the wolf. Yeah. And <laughs> I fucking give up. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like a weird dude and he's like he's like higher up, I guess, too. Yeah, he's and, like and way into but like, like and, girls and, or whatever. And you're just trying to be like, you can like talk to him. He's like, oh, I'll give you a job. And then it's just like the answer's like, no thanks, or like maybe later, or like I'm not interested. And you're like, I want the job. <laughs> I want to work for you, buddy. Like, um, so again, it just it feels like they 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 all almost kind of did a really good job of it until you think about it, but they kind of made it seem like there's all these different avenues you can go down. Like if you think about like the whole timeline theory where like different events can break off and make the timeline go into different branches, it makes it seem like those branches of a timeline are there, but in reality there's the one linear path that you have to go down with almost little twigs sticking out that's like, oh, this could happen, or oh, maybe you could do this. And I think in a way it's kind of interesting because it potentially might make some players replay the game if they don't go online first and Google if there is an alternate ending. Yeah, and um, I don't. I like I said. I like. Okay, I just read an article uh, showing Luke while he's while he's talking. There was I just found out like the Dashin, uh, one of the main people that made it is from Russia, but they moved to Canada. So like a lot of them are actually based here. I don't know if the game was actually like 
So, so the game itself, like some people are immigrant, uh, were immigrants that moved to like Vancouver. For sure, yeah. So they're they're here from Russia, which is cool. And they started the the, the company with three people, and they said they didn't have any three D modeling experience, so that's why they went the pixel. So, it was so I I I respect for what they did for with with the money they had. Just it just. Just put a little more effort into the story. I think that's just the biggest thing. And if it was going to be a role-playing game and you're going to call it a role-playing game, make those different decisions happen because I feel like the game would have got way more praise from both of us. I think you're going to give it a pretty high rating. I don't know about me. I d- um, There's things in that I really bug me and it just really, really irks me. So And I and I, I like the characters too, even though we can't remember any of their names or anything. I like the, see, the, the, yeah, so the, it'll the, be- like the actual the actual like conversations with all of them like, were decent. Even your driver was kind of cool. Like I didn't really care for a lot of what they're talking about, but like it wasn't bad. Well, it made it so much more. I thought at least they really built up um, his death, the driver's death. Like yeah. when he's like talking about, oh, I have another kid on the way. Oh, like I'm I'm gonna be working a lot because I can't afford to have a kid. Blah 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 blah. And then next thing you know, it's like, and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, this yeah. guy's dead by yeah. you. So I'm kind of torn here because one thing that I thought was interesting. Um, and I can only really think of it being um, in Gastown that you can do this. And I don't know if you did this or not. But um, in Gastown, when you're going down there to interrogate and find somebody that sells sea cider because you're trying to track down where the flesh is being sold, right? You remember that? Yeah. Um, I was walking and there's an old lady sitting on a bench. And if you t- did you talk to all of the people? Yeah, I tried to. So when I when I talked to the old lady, she was like, oh, like I sit here alone because I don't have any friends and I just play with the pigeons. Then you find this old man. Doing the same thing. And No, actually. no. He's, yeah, well, he's just lost. He's like, I don't know where my wedding ring is. I don't know what's going on. My wife's dead. And then like, you're like, okay. Then you like go back to the old lady. There's like, oh, there's no man over there. And she's like, okay, like if he wants to talk to me, we'll talk. And I was like, sure, yeah. So I go to the old man. I'm like, go talk to her. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. And I was like, go talk to her. Then he goes over and talks. And then like, first of all, would have been really cool if that popped up an achievement or a trophy for me. Like, you know, you uniting the two lonely old people or something. Yeah. And number two is it didn't add to the story. We never heard from them again. We never, which again, I feel like they could have done more with something like that. Like, even if there was like some sort of like, I, I don't know, even if they gave you a tip, like even if they said, oh, this or like, oh, this, like some something, but they're just like, or like, yeah, like you talk to all these people and like you think there's gonna like have repercussions or something that go along with these characters and nothing happens. Like if you introduce yourself to this person and you have like a person personal like experience with them, it's like it's like it has nothing to do with anything. Like they don't care anymore. You know what's nuts? I was just reading this. So you know we're talking about like it always it's always a linear pass with Howard. Yeah. Um, so the person that made the game, uh, Dan Dan Sheen, they said. For us, instead of a multiple choice adventure where you could reach puzzles different ways, which you can, you can actually in a game, there are sometimes multiple ways to solve some puzzles and stuff like that. The most important thing is how, how as players represent themselves through Howard and through his choices, whether it's his feelings or how he reacts to different characters or how he approaches certain things, which you kind of have that option because you do have a chance to be like, fuck you. Or but like, it doesn't no, end yes. anything and it the does, same I, outcome no, keeps I happening. I 100%. Yeah. You know what? It's yeah. They, they, make, they made it sound like it was like, cool you could like kind of like be your own person it's in literally it. but like it doesn't you could say fuck you to that wolf dude for his job thing and he'd be like whoa what the fuck what do you want no, to no. and you could change I, then you could literally just like then the next two options are like no i don't and he's like okay whatever that's like when i talked to the wolf dude i was like fuck you he goes nobody talks to me like that i yeah. like you yeah yeah like you could be like a dick and like no repercussion really but and, but, but no the, bonus use, either no yeah. there's nothing there yeah. whereas like in mass effect Again, I'm bringing that in, but like that does a great job of, you know, your actions and words affect everything around you, right? Like I'm not saying it needs to be in the Mass Effect level at all, but what I'm saying is like it should, I just feel like there should have been more repercussions. There should have been not even outcomes of the game. If he dies in every version of that game, that's completely fine with me, right? But like you know, I think, for example, if you don't pick to ask about Renee through through Harry, um, like then Renee shouldn't be captured by Clarissa and shouldn't be forced in this like yeah. thing. Like it, it just it doesn't make sense why he'd be going around asking about her unless you're asking him to, and like that's a very small thing. 
I just don't know if they ran out of funding. I don't know if they ran out of time. I don't know if they just weren't interested in doing that. But, like, again, it's one of those things where I'm saying that, like, you see this main story, you see it going one specific way, and you see these little nubs of, like, oh, this could change this. This could change the story. This could change the story. But in reality, they all just loop you right back into the main story. And I understand. With Howard, you have, like, three things. You can be, like, fuck you, or, like, cool, or, like, you're the best. Oh, my God, I love you. Like, there's the three different moods that you can essentially choose from with him. But it doesn't change anything. Yeah, and it it, uh, it just it just it just there's like I don't know there's like it's cool it's a cool game it just there's just it just uh, there's a lot really cool for exploring and like you can see a lot of in the dis- background. There's no exploring at all. I thought so. Like you kind of like the other thing that didn't make sense is it's like in, you could like do a lot of stuff that didn't matter, but like you could still do it. Like, the other stuff that doesn't make sense is, did you talk to that newspaper vendor? Yeah, and he was just a different name every time. Yeah, he was, was just like, my, name, my name's my name's Dave. And he had, like, a mustache one time My name's Bave. Yeah. My name's Gave. And yeah. it's just like, and you're just like, buddy, like, I know it's fucking you. What are you doing? Like buns. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, it was the bear. It was a bear? It was a bunny, dude. <laughs> it's a fat bunny. I can't do this anymore. God damn it. These animals are just all mixed up. Isn't it nuts when you throw that street rat kid out on the street, though? When he's selling his nuts and you're like, buddy, fuck off. I need access to the roof. Yeah. I didn't go the roof way. How did you get in? I uh, I went through uh, the back door. How? So you you, you go inside the, the truck at all? Yeah. Okay, you go in the truck and yeah. come out. Um, then... F- the there's like another bunny there it's like trying to get into like find her daughter you meet her later that's the mom's who that's yeah. the mom yeah you meet her there too yeah i know and, i know i did and, that and i talked to her. Talk to her yeah and then you go on the bus and you find the password yeah, did that and then i go to the intercom and i clicked on the intercom a couple times and then all of a sudden they answer oh you have to click on a couple times yeah they answered me and then i said like the phrase or whatever and they let me in to the back. That's nuts. <laughs> you went the other way and like threw a kid off the roof? No, I didn't throw a kid off the roof. The kid was like selling nuts and like the bunny was like, I don't like that kid selling nuts on my street corner. So then you end up like having to go talk to this little kid and you're just like, buddy, you can't sell your nuts here anymore. And then the guy, the, the, the kid's like, well, why don't we throw the bunny out of the street and, like, it's like, oh, what does that mean? And then the kid's like, well, he sells pornography. And you're like, wait, what? And so so then you have a ch- – you again, here it is. You have a choice. You can either go up to the little kid and be like, beat it, kid, you're out. Or you can go up to the bunny and be like, I know you're selling pornography. Fuck off and let the kid stay. Um, and you, you basically have this decision, which, in the end, either way that you do it, there is no repercussions at all. None. Zero repercussions for doing any of that stuff. Which, um, again, it just, it, it just, I understand that you're supposed to feel like you have a choice, but maybe that's like, maybe that's like the big, the big statement, I guess, is like, you feel like you have a choice, but then in reality, your life's gonna go one specific way. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it, it dude uh, man how weird was like some of those situations like the, the eight kids just magically appearing in front of you and then like the what the, those eight kids and then like when you're like in the penthouse and then all of a sudden like when you're going to like that person's apartment you knock on the door and the doors opens it, just the way they did it like made me feel like so eerie and then all of a sudden that little kid comes like they did a good job with the yeah. vibe like with yeah. the themes around it like they and did a really like some, good you always feel like someone was watching you yeah i mean so we're also at 45 so we can jump right into the ratings. Dude, I feel like we jumped around so much at some points in this. Like, Dude, I, I'm I mean, da- I, like it, it was a tough game to, like, I'm surprised we got to 45. But I just feel like it felt like a, a fast game, but it doesn't now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I feel like I beat that game pretty quickly. It was probably about eight hours, I think, right? Yeah. Six to eight? I think it's because you're so, you're so stuck on the – if you just sim through the conversations, I bet you could, like, finish in, like, two hours or something. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Because, again, there's no combat. It's just walking around and conversation. Yeah. Um, question, actually, I just thought about this. When you went to the shopkeeper that told you about where he sends the flesh, yeah. did you bully him or were you nice to him? 
I bullied him. Me too. Yeah. And you get the trophy for it. Yeah. It's just like you treated him like shit, congratulations. Yeah. But you also get one for treating him nicely. Yeah. And I, I yelled at him until he basically told me. So I, so before we get into the review, I think that this is going to be a really interesting number for both of us. Because I have some things that I like and I have some things that I don't like and I just like, let's get in. Let's just fuck it. Let's just get in. Um, I'm going to start off with characters. So... The fact that I can't even remember the, ma- the the characters' names because they just did not resonate. I don't really think they had... Realistically, I don't think they had any personality. Any of them. Like, Howard, you could pick his personality. But everybody else, it was just they were just there. Oh, I have a kid on the way. I'm a poor taxi driver. I need money. It's like, okay. Or it's just like... I'm writing a book. I'm trying to expose Clarissa. And it's like, okay. And then Clarissa's like, I'm selling human flesh and it's like you it's, play you play as her for at the end of the game too which is nuts who clarissa remember you're sitting on the you take the call with the ape dude right yeah, 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 yeah. That. but again like you why have the call with the ape dude when it means nothing are they gonna do a backbone too that's what i thought too like i'm like oh sec- maybe it's the second act of the game but it was the ending of the game it was the epilogue my point it was like why have this the why only redeem so I would give... I'm just going to jump in here. I would give characters a one. However, the only redeeming quality for me on the characters... Because I don't view Howard as being a strong character because you get to pick the type of character Howard is. Right? And, like, in the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're right. All the characters kind of gel together at some point. Because, like, you would say anything to any character and it kind of gives the same response. I don't have any, the like... The fact that I can't even remember what animal is which yeah. shows that every character there's is like just... A, it was funny because there's, like, four, five bunnies and they all look weird and different. And, and, dude, here's the thing. You talk about Night in the Woods, I can list off what every single character animal was in that game. Because all of those characters were built beautifully amazing personalities, such unique traits, such unique adventures, everything. Like, Night in the Woods does it right. So, anyways, now that we're kind of jumping off that and I'm just kind of saying this, fuck, I'm a sucker for games where um, animals are people. I don't know what it is that's getting me. Like, these ones that, like, when, when it's dark, though, again, like, even, BoJack, like, whatever, like... Even Undertale was a bunch of monsters. It wasn't, like, people. Exactly. Yeah. And Undertale, I mean, I gave the characters a five. Yeah, and you so, loved that game. Yeah, I, no, that was the shining <laughs> light of the game. Um, one thing I will say, again, I know this is actually going to end up being a long podcast. Um, Undertale, with its 2D Super Nintendo graphics, had, like... Choices, basically, do you want to kill somebody? Do you, not, do you want to not kill somebody? There's no dialogue choices. There's nothing. It's just killing. It's just whatever. It completely alters the end of the game. And it, it's not even a very narrative-heavy game, but you're going around and you're doing this, and they end up having X amount of different endings. And there is there is other, like, like there is some things you can answer. Like, like 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 when Papaya's like, did you like my my spot, my pasta? And you're like, you're a fucking loser. Or like, yeah. yes. Like, yeah. You, like, do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. There actually is, there actually is lines like, this guy's a loser. Like, yeah. Like, like, I love that. it. Yeah. But that's my point. Like, it's not that hard to do different endings if you're trying to do a narrative focused game. And I think that, I think that Backbone came at us saying, this game's entirely narrative. This game's entirely you choose. It's almost a choose your own adventure. With no combat. But it's not choosing your own adventure. It's just an illusion. Because when you're trying to choose an adventure, you're not straying off the path. It may feel like you are, and I've said this a hundred times. It may feel like you're straying off the path. You're going down a different route. Everything comes back in. You go through the exact same steps in the game. Big miss for me. In total, characters is going to be a two. Again, it would have been a one. But the animals, as a metaphor for humans, just hits. Especially when it's dark. So that's for me. What do you got for characters, buddy? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of layers to them, eh? It, it really opened my eyes having this conversation. I think I gotta go... I gotta go with you with, like, a two. Can you see how passionate I am about this, though? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, um, background? Yeah. I actually enjoyed the background. I thought it was really um, beautiful. I thought there was a lot of really nice... Uh, like, like, the setting for every single place in Vancouver they had, like, kind of, like, was, like, oh, this is actually, like, the Roxy, for example, like we said earlier, on Granville Street. 
and like um Gastown, Gastown Yale Town, there's also West End. West End. It's it, literally all the it, neighborhoods it all kind of, of downtown. It, it, it all kind of looked like it too. So I, I want to give the background a four. Big. I thought it was good. I'm shocked about that. So I get why you like it like that. Um, the background had the obviously being. I'm gonna call myself a Vancouverite at this point. Um, being a Vancouverite, seeing the city that I love in this game in a post war in a in a post war kind of setting really really cool the the you know the like you had said the steam clock and the roxy and all these staples of downtown vancouver being represented in this game really really cool it's not open world at all um it wasn't even lit it wasn't even like it was just like you walk along a street side and you can talk to people and go in buildings and there's like four different settings for that um and not to mention, I did find most of the background kind of dull, so I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Again, I would have gave it. Sorry, like... can I give? A, can I pull it back a bit? Yeah, I feel, go. Like, I feel like I was too passionate there oh, for yeah. a second. Oh yeah. What do you I'm got? Gonna, I'm gonna say three. Okay, fair. Um. So, music, shining. Well, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Um, awesome. Shining light of this game. The music was. <laughs> the music was amazing. <laughs> the music, like, like this is probably. I'm gonna throw this out here. This was probably the best music I've potentially experienced in a game, period. Um, so for anybody that hasn't played the game or is curious what I'm talking about, this game had its own original soundtrack, and it's like noir 60s, 70s, kind of that spooky lounge singer music. Um, and they actually released the Backbone original soundtrack. So that Danshin, who you were mentioning earlier was one of the people that co-wrote this soundtrack, as well as Aruj Aftab. So those two came together. They released a soundtrack that, my God, I would give music a six if I could. Amazing. I think that it added, so I think the background would have been probably even lower for me, but the music added so much to even the background and the experience playing the game. Five. Five for the music. Five, five, five. That was good. I also wanted to give it a five. Yeah. Um, I think that could be the first, one of the first fives we've ever given music in a game. No, I gave... Plague Tale. Plague Tale. Oh, that, that, that's the lost episode, though, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot that happened. <laughs> that's the lost episode. No one so. knows what we're talking about there no, for we, a second. We gave Haven, yeah. Haven, Haven was And Ocarina awesome. of Time, obviously. Banger. Uncharted. Yeah, we had a lot of fives, actually. There's a lot of fives, but not lately. The last, lately. like, ten reviews we've done. Anyway, so for anybody that wanted to know what that meant, um, we had recorded a Plague Tale episode, and it got lost in time. So that one day might resurface in, like, the uh, the lost tapes if yeah. we somehow find it. But I gave the music a five for that because it was great. But anyways, I don't think we've ever given a double five to a game, though. Cause, so anyways, music incredible. Your favorite conversation, replayability, the replayability. One. one. So... Um, we, you haven't given a one in a while either, which is pretty wild. Like you've been, the last one was we happy few cause that was a lot, but like we've been doing pretty good in terms of replayability. I would have given, I, I can't keep driving the same fucking point home. I would have given the replayability a lot higher if there was some sort of alternate something in the game. But now that I Googled it, I found out that no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter where I go, no matter what, nothing fucking changes. It's a one for me. You know what's nuts too? I forgot to mention this earlier. If you fuck up by any means, like with a start game or a new game, you lose that old file. There's no load. There's no loading of old game. It's I know. One, it's one save file. I fucked up once. I had to replay half the game. Half the game? I I was devastated because because you know how like it when you go to click like a load game or like start new game or whatever. If you click if you click like continue game or something like that or new game and like. I clicked on okay, so like when you're on the, the like the actual like the players the player interface is not great. It's like when you have the main page there. It, I know it's continue and, and new you, game and, and settings. And if you like mess up, you can't see. It's not great to like like figure out which side I'm clicking on because like eat, all of them kind of don't change colors, so you don't know which one you're on. And I clicked new game by accident, and I was like, yes, start new game. You lose file, and said yes or no, and I like tried moving it to like to, to and you no, pressed yes. and I pressed yes because I thought I was on no. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, I had to play half the game again. Jesus. And you know what I did? I, I'm not going to lie. I just clicked this. I clicked A for like half the thing, and I got 
threw in like 20 minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was that nuts. So last piece here is the story. So I'm going to give this a high number, actually. I can't. Because, I, yeah, you hate the sci-fi shit. I didn't mind it. I really didn't. I mean, it don't just, just... It didn't... It had... It... The game was about the mysteries and all this stuff. Yeah. And it, and it was really good. And they really pulled me in. But why... Why do a fucking 180 and make like a random blob thing take over Howard's body and Agreed. kill him? I don't... I don't get the... I, I don't get it. Because yeah. then you leave this fucking void at the end where it's like, now Renee's going to like team up with Calissa to take down these apes. And we're not going to show you. And maybe we'll make a second game. Probably not. But we'll make a second game. Maybe. It's I mean, like, you said the ratings are great for this, so they very well might. Yeah, they. I guess they will. But, like, I just... It really frustrated me because I was super in on Howard as a character for some reason. I was super... Like, I liked him. Even though we didn't great... I, I don't know. I, I liked him for some reason. He was he was interesting to me. I thought the game was interesting. And they just, like... He pulls a gun and he's all, like... I'm like, this guy's badass all of a sudden. He's not a pussy. And all of a sudden, he gets taken over by a blob. And then the blob's like, we're going to die now. And he's like, yeah, we're going to die now. He gets outside. Nothing happens outside. Yeah, you no. have no idea how he, he got... You don't even there. know how he got there. I, I, yeah, I get and it. Then, and, then, and then you don't know what's going on with the eight people. They, sh- they show him once. But here's the thing, though. You have to admit the first 80% of the game was great. I don't think that was even eighty percent, buddy. I think oh. that was like that was like that was like thirty five percent. Oh no! Because because then you get attacked by the blob. Seventy seventy five. I'll you, say seventy five. You get attacked by the blob. You go. You go to the homeless you, camp. You go to the homeless camp. Then you get taken to like that thing. And then it's over. And yeah, but yeah. The, but the first act is what you like do like two missions for. I Renee. would say it's seventy five percent. Regardless, I'm gonna okay. and again since we've talked about how the story's linear, how there's a lot of loose ends that are not touched, and a lot of things that are sort of put out there that are never really talked about again. Um, I'm going to give the story a three because again, I, I don't think it was like awful. Like I'm, I actually gave this a better story than Undertale, which I mean, I, I mean, if you think about it, it, it is a better story than Undertale. I mean, you gave Undertale a three as well. Cause you didn't think it was the strongest story, but like, I mean, when you compare Undertale's story to this, like the level of detail in this just beats it out. Like, I mean, I think that they went, the problem is I think that they went too hard. You're going to hate me. Go. Two. Ooh. I just think I just it just it, it at least with Undertale Boy, you knew we toasted you, this at, least un, at, least, at least with Undertale you knew you knew kind of what the story was you're like this kid trying to get out this one's like it's an history like we're trying to take on and you know what I did oh, I'm just kidding 180 fucking I you're, did you're an alien now. I did absolutely love the twist in Undertale where it's like the love meter yeah that was actually like fucking was, nuts there was nuts parts in it well this was like Nope, just kidding. You're taking away this stupid thing, and now, oh, and now your drug addict friend left, and you don't know where he is. And, oh, and Renee doesn't give a shit about you, but she's sending you a message to a, a carrier pigeon. Mind you, was it a pigeon or something? Oh, it was goose. a it was a goose, the goose that you met, your boy. I pet the goose every I, time I too, and then you get a little trophy at yeah. the end for being nice to geese. Yeah, um, which is funny that it's a goose in Canada. By the way, I just need yeah. to, a Canada goose. Yeah. Um, so I actually gave this game a better review than Undertale. And I stand by that. Um, not much better. So I have I gave this a total of a 5.4. So Luke's final... I mean, one thing I've started talking about in my total is... Because I'm paying for all these fucking games. You're not. <laughs> is this a buy or is this not a buy? This game for me would be a buy at $20. I paid 40 for it. No chance was a six-hour game like this worth 40 bucks. $20 game, if you can get this on a Steam sale, you can get this on a PlayStation sale, you can get this fucking for free on Xbox, because everything's free on Xbox. Um, do it. I would say it's worth it for $20 to play this game. I think it's an enjoyable enough game that $20 go in, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. However, at the current price it's sitting at, I mean, to be fair, it came out a month ago, right? It came to console October 28th. However, um, regardless, I think the game itself worth 20 bucks i would pay something for it because i thought that the story was at least that good so 5.4 for me what do you got i think at the time yeah i got a 5.2 but it that that's fair i I, like i said i at the time when i told luke to we should do a review on this game i think it was like i think it was fresh man i think it was like maybe the second or third day after the game came out on that well because because i'm just trying to think so i bought this before my birthday. So I bought this actually beginning of November. Yeah. So yeah, actually I think I bought actually I think about this, yeah. Like the And I told and I told Luke, I'm like, I'm like, this is a game we should review. 
I don't know how much it is on your end, and I think you said thirty. But no, I, I said forty, and you said it's not worth it, buddy. You literally straight up said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You. I have. I have. I have a message from you being like, "Oh, that's kind of steep. I don't think I'd pay that for this." I, you're like, "I think I'd pay like probably twenty, thirty bucks." I think you said because like forty is a heavy tag. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like, I'm like, I think thirty would be my max on this game, and that was when I was like, probably before the the union took over my body. If if I if I if I watched that happen. I would not have ever said anything about this game. I would not have even texted you to be like, we should do this game. Cause I'm happy we did it. I, I enjoyed know, parts I know, of most I, of it. My, I know what I'm saying. Like That's what I mean. Like If you just stayed with the fucking plot at the beginning, I would have been like, this is a $40 game, probably. Well, hey, guess what? We're giving them free publicity right now. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> you nut. What do you give? Talk, talk uh, about what you gave well, this. Well, I gave it a 5.2. Okay, and any, any last-minute top-ups no, on this? Dude, I just... It just, it was... Too- I think you're focused too much on the ending and not on the rest of it, because you loved 70% of the game. I did, but, like, okay, that's the thing I mean, though. Like, it just, it just was the stupidest plot twist. It just, it, it just ruined the game for me. It's unrealistic. It's not something that would happen. Like, dark, like the noir-style mystery is sick. I was so into that yeah, invested. Yeah. And then you just made it this stupid sci-fi shit that had nothing to do with anything. And it was like, oh, yeah, and now we're not even going to explain what that thing is. We just we just know that the apes had it and they're they they're they found it on, on they found it on the outside yeah so now we're gonna test it on Howard's body and they didn't test it on we'll, Howard's body we'll, we'll he accidentally got it well he said the guy said don't touch it and Howard touches so anyways um the gameaholic rating our ratings were so close the gameaholic rating is gonna be a five point three for this game um you know above I mean above a five is always a positive I think most of our games end up being above fives because we are trying to look for some pretty decent stuff um next week holy shit. I am so excited for what I think might be one of our longest podcasts next week. Hollow Knight. I don't know how I didn't know this game existed before. I have put in a disgusting amount of hours, which I'll talk all about next week. Could be one of my favorite games. Could be all time. So getting (laughs) into that, after playing Undertale, which, Backbone, which, going into Hollow Knight and being like, I can't sleep tonight because I need to play this until the dawn. Um, I didn't actually do that, but like I was close sometimes. Anyways, we're going to talk all about Hollow Knight. Perfect timing because Silk Song looks like it's coming out early 2022. So it's going to be a perfect little segue for us. Other than that, as always, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for more Indie December. We'll catch you guys next week with a fresh new pod all about Hollow Knight. Peace.